0: We're not gathered together like we have been before. But that does not stop the way-making power of God. Even when we can't see Him, He's working. Even when we can't feel Him, He's working. Let me tell you, God never sleeps. He never takes a day off. He's always going to and fro throughout the earth so He can show Himself strong, on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward Him. God is always working. He even when He came to this earth in that body of flesh as a child, when He was just around the age of 12, His parents, they didn't find Him where all the kids were hanging out. They didn't find Him doing things that kids were doing. They they sought for Him for three days and finally find Him in the temple and He's asking questions and answering questions. And, and they said, why, what are you doing? Why have you treated us like this? He says, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Uh, He was always on the move. He said, I don't have a place to lay my head. I don't have a place just to dwell and stay. He was always on the move. And everywhere he went, he was healing and delivering and and giving hope and fixing lives and putting things back together. And he's still doing those things today. He's still on the move everywhere. Let me tell you, right now, all across the land, spread out in every house. uh, Let me tell you where we are gathered together, even if it's on social media, where there's two or more gathered in his name, he's there in the midst. He's, He's not just here, but he's in your living room. He's in your bedroom right now. He's in your car. Wherever you might be today watching this, the Spirit of God is with you. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And where there's liberty, things get done. And I'm thankful today that God is still doing great things today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And and I'm thankful today for being able. I told some of them this morning as they came in, I said, this scripture has never been more true than it was today. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. What a blessing it is to be here today. I know that everyone wishes they could be back here today. We're believing that it won't be long. Uh, I don't know how long, but I'm just believing it won't be long before we will all be back. I want to say thank you today for the the musicians and the singers that came today. We did uh, uh, made sure we were mindful of not ha- to have more than 10 people here. We have 10 exactly, and we're spaced out as well as we can. We have uh, cleaned and disinfected and done things to make sure the the room was sanitized and we're taking all the precautions and once we're out of here we will sanitize it all over again so that it'll, it'll stay that way and so don't worry about us we're going to be fine in Jesus name we're not here to be rebels and rule breakers but we believe God's going to do some great things in Jesus name Amen. Thank you for tuning in with us today and thank you for those that are here. Uh, if you want to Follow along with us if you have your Bible with you at home. 2 Kings today. 2 Kings chapter 4 in verse 18 through 26 is where I'll be reading. I will go ahead and and set up the the narrative up to where we are at this point. Elisha uh, has been provided for by an elderly couple. He would pass by their home and when he would do that, the woman, she said, I perceive this is a man of God, so they built a bedchamber for him so that when he came by, he would have a place to stay, to sleep, and and um, and be comfortable while he was in that area, and he wanted to pay back the favor, and so um, he told the, the lady who had no children, said, you're going to have a child. Of course, she was like, don't basically said, hey, don't fool with me. Don't play with my heart like that. Don't fool with my emotions. I know I'm old. And, and, but he told her, he said, you're going to have a child, and she did. She had the child and loved the child. And, and when we come to our portion of Scripture here in uh, 2 Kings 4 and 18, uh, something is beginning to happen to this child. When the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father, to the reaper's. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him, he brought him to his mother. He sat on her knees till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. She called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may Run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore will I go to him today? It's neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, You drive, go forward, and slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. Drive this donkey like you stole it. Let's go find the man of God. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her far off, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Praise God. I want to preach for a little while on this thought. It is well. Let's pray for the lesson today. Pray for your pastor today. Lord, we love you and thank you oh, for your presence that we have felt here. And I pray that they have felt this same presence in their homes. I pray today, God, that the word will do as it says. That it will not go forth without accomplishing what it set out to do. But it will not return void. It's going to do what it's meant to do. Lord, anoint these lips of clay. Bless me and help me to feed your people and whoever may be listening today. Let someone be encouraged today and strengthened in these strange and troubled times. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap if you're at home. Lift your voice and praise Him for just a moment. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now tell whoever you're sitting with at home, it is well. And you guys can shout it to each other across the room. (laughs) It is well. Praise God. Thank you, darling, for playing and getting everything together this morning. You can be seated in here, you can be seated at home. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) That water went down the wrong pipe. It is well. You know, we live in a day and an hour that we have never seen before. And now more than ever, we need to believe that there is an answer for us in times of trouble. Let me tell you, it it can be answered in three words. It is well. You say, well, you don't know what I've got going on. I don't have to know what you've got going on. I know we have a God. And when you have God on your side, you can answer, It is well. It's it's all in your perspective on how you view things. While I was reading this today, I've never looked at this before, but in verse 26, when uh, the man of God sees this woman coming toward him, he tells his servant, He said, There comes that Shunammite woman. He said, Run and ask her three questions. Three times he asked, Is it well? Is it well? Is it well? And her answer is, it is well. Her answer was in the question. The same three words that make up the question were the same three words that made up the answer. It was just in your perspective. Instead of uh, freaking out and, and talking about everything that was going wrong, she simply took that question and she turned it into an answer and she said, it is well. It's all in how you see it. You need to turn that question into an answer. Whenever you're wondering, is anything too hard for the Lord? The answer is no. And when somebody asks you, is it well? You just think for a second and say, well, you know what? I've got a God so I can say it is well. She didn't talk about how distressed she was over the the death of her child. She didn't tell this man of God anything about what was going on at home. She simply knew now that I have found my answer, it is well, I don't have to lay it all out right now because I have found what I was looking for. When she took off and told her husband, I'm going to find the man of God. He said, where will you go? It's not the Sabbath. It's not the, the uh, new moon. It's it's not time for feasting. And how do you think you're going to find him? You don't know where he is. And maybe she started singing, even when I can't see him, he's working. And even when I can't feel him, he's working. She, she said, it don't matter where he's at. She said, it shall be well. Every time there was a, a, a situation that would cause her to stumble in the middle of her trial, she just simply said, It is well. And it provided for her a way to find him. And it did turn out that it was well because she did find him. She knew the child was dead. But she knew that finding him, finding the one that had provided the promise, finding the one that had prayed, and she knew if she could find uh, that connection, that was her connection to the Lord. And and she said, if I can find him, and, and oh, where are you going to go? I'm going to go in faith uh, because I've got a God. And, and I don't believe God gave me this child just to, to uh, let me hold it a little while and then rip it out of my hands. I believe that it's a promise from the Lord. And And let me tell you, I know that we've been sitting at home and we've been trying to figure out what to do while we're not gathering together. And you're wondering, will I ever preach again? Will I ever minister again? Will I ever host a congregation again? Let me tell you, it is well. You're going to see your greatest revival yet. This is going to end one day. And with all the questions going around in this world, when will it end? Will it end? Will I get it? Will somebody else get it? Let me tell you, just stand up and say, it is well. I believe today that God is on our side, and if I've ever realized it at any time in my life, I realize it now more than ever before. Because I still see people going on. People are not throwing in the towel. People are not giving up. Let me tell you, when that child died, she had a choice: I can have faith, or I can have a funeral. I can start laying out the grave clothes. I can start digging a hole in the ground, and I can bury my promise. But instead of burying her promise, she said, "I." I believe that he can resurrect. I believe that God's able to bring him back alive. Let me tell you, God's going to restore. God's going to resurrect. God's going to have a revival in this land. Don't be planning a funeral, honey. Just have some faith in God. We've got people in our church. Hey, before COVID-19 showed up, they were already battling impossible situations. Cancer, brain tumors and cancer. And then we got some that's got other sicknesses. Well, let me tell you, you all know who you are, and I know who I'm talking to. Right now in your home, you ought to stand up and say, hey, cancer, it is well. I know what the doctor says, but I've got a God. I know what the facts say, but I've got faith. And I believe today that God is going to do a miracle even in this day. I believe today that we can have a well in our spirit. You know, the the funny thing about it is well is it's the same uh, spelling of the word as a well, where we get water, where we get that refreshing, where we get that well of living water. You know, and so I I, I thought back in that day, man, you went daily to the well because they didn't have indoor plumbing. They had to go to the well and draw what they needed, And maybe it's a good uh, comparison for us that we ought to start going to the well every day. When I wake up in the morning and say, "Well, you know what? we're still in quarantine. I'm going to the well. It is well." Or oh, the news just said we were going to be locked down for another week. It is well. The, the, the world has said, we can't even have 10 people gathering. It is well. Let me tell you, I don't care what the next news flash says. I have one answer for the world. I have one answer for my enemy. I have one answer for this COVID-19. It is well. I have one answer for cancer. It is well. I have one answer for depression. It is well. I have one answer for anything under the sun. It is well. Aren't you glad today that you can have? He said, "Wow, man! How, how can you just say that? Because it's faith. We've got to have faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God." Can you still answer, "It is well," regardless of your situation? I hope you can, because there is nothing too hard for the Lord, and where it may be impossible with men. The scripture says, but with God, all things are possible. Oh my, this beautiful child has died. Uh, should, you know, and, and normally we think, well, then the, only, the next solution is call the coroner, call the people that come pick them up, call the funeral home, start making, get the suit that they want to lay them out in. We, we start making funeral plans. Why about why not we just seek the Lord first? Why don't we try God first? Why don't we say, hey, let's see what God's got to say about it? You know what you feel like? Man, I've been shut up and I hadn't been able to do the ministry that I was called to do. Well, you know what? God's able to still provide. It just because it feels like it's cold and dead right now, it ain't got to stay that way. Just start seeking God. How can I move? How can I minister? How can I do what you call me to do in this hour? Let me tell you, there's a way. The word the world cannot stop Ministry. The world cannot stop God. He said, I'm building a church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The enemy is not going to silence the mouthpiece of the church. We're going to lift our voice like a trumpet. We're going to remain watchmen on the wall. And we might have to cry out over the Internet for for a few weeks and maybe for a few months even. I don't know. But we're going to keep lifting our voice like a trumpet. We're going to keep on proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. Christ and, and we'll meet people in their homes and we'll meet people in, in swimming pools and creeks wherever we have to. Well, we will baptize them in Jesus' name and we will pray them through to the Holy Ghost and they will be healed just by the word of faith in their home. It shall be well. It is well in Jesus' name. She had a vision. She knew if I can find him, that's what she told her husband, said, listen, I'm going to look, it shall be well. That was, she was speaking faith into the air. She hadn't found him yet. She knew it, it's predicated on will I find him, but she believed she'd find him. And once she found him, now her answer is, it is well. It is well. You're a grieving mother. I don't really even see her grieving. I just see her having faith. You and your husband are now the parents of a deceased child. This promise that was given to you, this beautiful boy that you raised, he's, he's dead. He's cold. He's getting colder by the minute laying on that bed in your house. And, and you're going to say, it is well. She didn't say, well, it'll be well when we get there. She didn't have, it shall be well in her spirit anymore. It was now, it's going to be well. It is well. It is well. Right now, even though we're not there yet, he ain't opened his eyes. He's not breathing. But it is well because I've got the answer. I'm telling you today, you've got the answer. Maybe it hasn't come to pass yet. Maybe I don't know how long of a ride it was back home. Maybe she didn't. I don't know if she got back on that donkey. I don't know how she got home or she just walked with the man of God. I don't know how that worked and how long it took. But every step of the way, she knew one thing, it is well. Let me tell you, once you've got God on your side, it is well. I know that things can go from bad to worse in a moment. Man, it's incredible the the difference that just one day can make. But what are you and I going to do? What are we as a church going to do when trouble comes? What if it gets worse before it gets better? Are we still going to be able to say, that it is well. Let me tell you, you can decide today. You can have faith or a funeral. It's up to you. You can bury your promise. You can say, That's it, had a good run, that's all there is to it, or you can say, It is well. You can say it's gonna God gave me my promise and I'm gonna keep it. One man in the scripture said, I shall not die but live. I've made up my mind today that I'm going to just trust Jesus. You know what he said? The the thief, he comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. So you know what? I choose to live. I choose to take the words of Jesus. And and even though I have suffered the loss of things or the destruction of things or, or things have even died in my life. Let me tell you today that Jesus came that you might have life. He came that things could prosper. He came so things could bloom. He came so things could be better. He came so things could bear fruit in your life. Jesus came so you could have life and life more abundantly. Let me tell you, you've got to get a well in your spirit today. You've got to say, It is well, because let me tell you, uh, when that, that husband said, "Where are you going to find him? It? Because it's not the Sabbath, it's not the new moon. It, hey, it's not camp meeting, it's not uh, revival, it's it's not uh, it's not senior camp, it's not teen camp, it's not uh, you know, it's not because of the times. It, it's not these, it's not general conference yet. It's not NAYC yet. It's, you know, it's not any of those things yet. Uh, let me tell you, trouble don't wait for revival." It don't wait for camp meeting, but it'll hit you on Monday. It'll hit you on Tuesday. It'll hit you out of the blue when you're not expecting it. It'll catch you when you're not looking for it. You've got to have a well. You can't wait to attend people pray you through again to say it's well. You've got to have a well inside of you. Before you even see the answer, before you ever see that thing breathing again, you've got to say it is well. Let me tell you, we've got to have faith. People say, well, shouldn't you be giving up? Shouldn't you be quitting? Shouldn't you be throwing in the towel? Not when I've got God. Why would I quit now? She had an expectation of God. And people, you know, it it, it just boggles my mind sometimes to hear people who serve God to make this statement. If you have expectations, you're just going to get let down. Well, I guess that can be true depending on who your expectation is in. But God has never let me down. You know, Joshua told Israel when they were in the promised land, he was giving that last speech before he departed. He said, you know that not one thing that God has promised has failed. Not one thing. All this walking, all this going, all these battles, everything we've seen, done, every enemy that's come, come against us and every enemy we have defeated, not one single thing that God promised has failed. God is faithful. And let me tell you, you can hang your expectation on God. God will, let me tell you, expectation will birth manifestation. If you expect God, hey, it's not unrealistic expectation to believe God to be God. God's a healer. It ain't unrealistic to to ask him to be a healer. That's not not, uh, something that's out of the range of possibility. He is still a healer. He is still a deliverer. He's still forgiving sins. He's still filling people with the Holy Ghost. It's not unreasonable expectations to believe that God will still do what he said he will do. The psalmist said in Psalm 62, Truly my soul waiteth upon God, and from him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock. Hey, I got a lot of people That I lean on in this world. I got a lot of people that help me in this life. But God, he only is my rock. He only is my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you imagine mischief against a man? You shall be slain, all of you. As a bowing wall shall you be and as a tottering fence. He said, they only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Selah. But then listen to what he said. My soul, you got to make it up for yourself. You got to make it up in your own mind, in your own spirit. But my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Hey, it's always a pleasant surprise when somebody in the world comes through. But let me tell you, you can always trust that God will come through. You don't ever have to be a little wary about hanging your expectation on God because God will do what you need. Hey, God will take care. The Bible says he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. Let me tell you, I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, and I'm gonna bring forth my fruit in the in the right season and my leaf shall not fade. When you are rooted and grounded in him, when you're trusting him and serving him, it's not straight it might be fanatical to somebody. They may not understand that trust you have in him. But let me tell you, I have made up. Let me tell you, flesh and blood is going to go away, but my soul is going to live forever. I am living with eternity on my mind. I am living with eternity in my heart. But while I am here in this temporary home, I'm going to speak from the eternal point of view. My soul will wait only on God for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation he is my defense he's repeating himself he's he's encouraging himself you know how you get something repeated He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. ye people pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Say, la, pause and consider that. Hey, just think about that statement for a moment. Trust in him at all times. Trust in him right now while you can't find toilet paper. Yeah, come on. Trust in him while you can't. Find your mask to put on or hand sanitizer. Trust in Him when they say there's 10 more outbreaks or, or they're shutting down this or shutting down that. Trust in Him at all times. In the middle of a pandemic, you got to trust Him. You can't just trust Him at camp meeting and revival. You can't just trust Him when everything's going right in your life. You got to trust in Him at all times. It is well all the time. All the time it is well. God is on my side. And he said, I shall not be greatly moved hey, these things may cause us to pause every once in a while, but it ain't going to move me off my hope. It ain't going to move me off my my trust in him. It ain't going to move me away from my walk with God. And let me tell you something else. It it stinks being out of service. I, I get it. I hate more than anybody else that this room's not full of people right now. But let me tell you, if we can't make it for a few weeks without gathering together, did we have anything at all? Hey, it's time to nail it down. It's time to get serious. It's time to go ahead and talk about it. If it feels like my problem is taking it or my promise is taking its last breath, do you have enough of it is well in your spirit to go to God and say, hey, bring me back to life. Raise me back up. Encourage me. David got so distraught and said he cried and cried till he could not cry anymore. But then he encouraged himself in the Lord. Everything they had was gone. The place they were living had been burnt to the ground, but he said, Lord, shall I pursue? And he said, pursue, will I recover? He said, you will recover all. If David had not encouraged himself in the Lord, he'd have never heard that statement. But he said, I'm not giving up. I'm not waving the white flag. I'm not throwing in the towel, but I am trusting in my God. Man, somebody ought to lift your hands and praise God right now because I know it's uncertain. Your jobs are uncertain. Hey, people that are in school, I know we got high school uh, seniors that are, that are worried about where they get to uh, have their graduation and different things. And I, and I hope that you do. And I, I, it makes me sad that our college students are not having their graduations. And that, that, that is awful for them. And it's heartbreaking. But you know what? Uh, you might not get to walk, but you still got a God. Hey, if you don't get to walk, guess what? You still got a God and you're still going to be graduated. Uh, you still did the work. You know what you did. So just trust God. Nobody wants to go through these things, but sometimes we do. We can't let little things uh, that are temporary in this life throw us off the eternal trail that we're walking on. We can't let our feet turn to the left or the right, but we got to let our eyes look straight on. It is well. She, she said, "I." She said, "Listen, I'm going to hop on this on this donkey. She said you take off and you go and don't slack up. If you think, I, hey, don't worry about it if it's bumping me around. I don't care how rough the ride is on the way there. Don't you stop headed to? I, I need you to get to where that man of God's at. Don't let up." It might get narrow. It might get bumpy. It's uphill and downhill, and it's around the curve, and it's through the bushes. I don't care where we have to go. Don't slack up because I want my answer. Hey, let me tell you, don't slack up. Whatever you're praying for, don't slack up. Whatever you believe in God for, don't slack up because it will be well. It is well today because you have a God. Oh, man, let me tell you, i got to have expectation in him. Well, if you expect things, you'll get let down. Not if you trust in God. But if you don't have an expectation, listen, you're never going to be lifted up. You'll never be lifted up above your circumstance. You'll never be lifted up above your problem, above, above your failures. You've got to expect. Hey, listen, when you fail, you've got to expect that God will forgive. How can you go to him and say, God, forgive me, but you don't even believe he forgives? Nothing happens. Why would you pray, heal me, if you don't believe he's a healer? But we pray for healing because we expect healing from him. We pray for forgiveness because we expect forgiveness from him. We pray because we expect. He said, ask. He wants you to have an expectation. Ask, and it shall be given. That gives me an expectation. Knock, and it shall be open. That gives me expectation in him. That lets me know if I knock, it's going to be well. If I ask, it's going to be well. If I seek, I'm going to find him. If I seek, what did she do? She started seeking and she found him. And she said, it is well. I expect God to be faithful. I expect God to be true. I expect him to be my friend. I expect him just to be my God. In Psalm 18, well, I'm sorry, in Luke 18 and verse 7. It says, And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Then he said, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. But then he says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Hey, look, God will. Jesus said it before he, he says that statement. He says, God will avenge. He will, those that are crying out, those that are praying, those that are seeking Him, He will do what He said He would do. He says He'll he'll avenge them speedily, but then He said, but when the Son of Man cometh, shall He find faith on the earth. Don't let your situation diminish your faith. You make sure that your faith is evident by your continual crying out. Your continual search, your continual, you, are, you keep knocking, you keep asking, you keep praying, you keep on doing what God uh, wants you to do, what he said in the word to do. He said, seek me with your whole heart, and when you do that, you shall find me. In Psalm 18, the psalmist said in, my in verse 6, he said, In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. I believe that woman was distressed. When they brought that child home to her sick and when he took that last breath. But instead of just living in distress, she went seeking. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. And now listen what happens when people cry out to God. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and they were shaken because he was wroth. There went up smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth, devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down and darkness was under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness that was before him, his thick cloud passed. Hailstones, coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highest gave his voice hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightning and discomfited them. Then the channels of waters were seen. The foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. And all these things took place because one believer, he didn't say as a people, he said one believer, one man said, when I called on my God, this is what happened. God is as concerned about you and I today as he is about the man that penned that scripture. He wants you and I to know today that when you call on me, Out of a pure heart. If my people, this this scripture has been quoted so much lately. But if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Come on, turn from their wickedness. Come on, somebody, and seek my face. He said, then I will hear and I will heal. Let me tell you, when we pray right, God's going to answer. When we seek him right, God's going to answer. When we do what he said to do in his word, God will answer. She, it amazes me that answer so many times, though I read it, it is well. How many of us could say it is well if we were in that situation? A lot of people may be in that situation around the world right now that their loved one is sick and in trouble. And It may not even be this, this sickness, but some other kind of trouble, something going on in their life. But let me tell you, if you will listen to God, if you will serve God, pays to serve the Lord. If you'll serve God, you'll have an answer. Always have an answer. When anybody asks you, is it well, you'll say, it is well, because I have a God. When you have faith in God, when your faith, or actually me say, when your faith in God exceeds your view of your problem, that's when you start answering, it is well. Don't ever let your problem grow bigger than your faith in God. She hadn't told that man of God anything, and she hadn't heard an answer, but she said, it is well, because she knew I've got a God. Hey, i got a God today. He's the anchor of my soul, and he's greater than any problem I'll ever had. And so she made a choice. I'm going to believe in God. And let me tell you, I, I've quoted this scripture a lot lately too, and all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. Hey, we, we may not see, you know, the good right now. We may not be able to see everything, but, but just take a moment and, and, and take your mind off of the sickness and look at what's happening. Uh, hey, I know that people want to be in church together, but right now look at what God's doing. Maybe this is how God is getting that gospel to every dark corner of this world. Because there's some places even missionaries can go, but there ain't very many places that internet ain't. And somewhere, somebody, maybe in secret, maybe hiding in a basement somewhere in another country is streaming, looking for preaching videos or preachings. And maybe somehow, you don't know, right now, this, this live stream might be over in some desert country right now. And somebody's having to have it translated so they can understand. But hey, and if you are... Let me tell you, wherever you're at, it is well. There's a God that wants to touch you, a God that wants to bless you. And, and right now, the church can be the church more than ever before because we can still reach people, and we are reaching more people than we ever have before. You know that last week, our live stream, that little old live stream from this church in Winterville, and we're we just a small church, but let me tell you, over 3,000 views, over 3,000 people reached. Just us. Now multiply the number of churches and think how many of them are reaching even more than that. Listen me tell you, people that I've never heard of are watching. People I don't know are watching. And if you are, let me tell you, there's a God that loves you today. And it might seem hopeless, but it ain't hopeless, honey. There's a God on your side. She said, it is well. There is a peace that passes understanding And there is a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory, and it's not regulated by circumstance. It's because of your expectation in God and what God will do. You can stand with me at the house and stand with me here, and uh, they're going to come and play some music as we're closing. But I have one more verse of Scripture, one of my all-time favorites, because it's so encouraging, and it teaches me how I should behave in my life in Habakkuk chapter 3 in verses 17 and 18. The prophet wrote here, he said, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, and neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flocks shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Verse 17 it don't yield anything. Nothing. No figs. No fruit. No olives. Nothing out of the field. No flocks. No beast in the barn. No animals in the barn. We, we got nothing. What we normally count on is not there. These, these are things that people in that day, this is what they lived on. They... They didn't have Publix and Kroger and things like that. They grew their food. They raised their meat. And and so they, they lived by the work of their hands. They said, everything that we're doing, nothing is producing. But his answer to that problem was this. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. But you got nothing in the field. It is well. I see your figs didn't come in this year. It is well. Your olive tree is not producing. It is well. Hey, I I noticed you got no flocks, and nothing in your barn. It is well. You're right. All that stuff, even if that's not there, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. So what about it today? Church, what about it? Saint, what about it? Hey, if I don't even know you, what about it if you're listening over live stream? Is it going to be faith or is it going to be a funeral? Are you going to throw in the towel or are you going to say, nope, it is well. I refuse to bury my miracle when my God is the resurrection and the life. Hello. Let's lift our hands together and pray. I want you to know it's going to be all right. I want you to know more than that. It is all right. God is on your side. God is going to make a way. It is well. Let's pray together. Precious Lord, we thank you today. Oh, for your word and the encouragement that it has brought us today. <laughs> Woo, right now. I know right now somebody's sitting at home with tears in your eyes. You've been so worried and you've been so stressed and distressed. Oh, but I'm telling you today, it is well. I know it's scary and fearful times and you've wondered about what you're going to do and will you make it. But you will make it in the name of Jesus. It is well. Oh, kikata yandolobosatahaya. Yadolobosandolobosahaya. Let me tell you, today in the Holy Ghost, you will make it. It is well. I know you can't see it, but even when you can't see it, he's working. Even when you can't feel it, he's working. Why don't you just start saying that over and over as we pray? It is well. I know I've got cancer, but it is well. I know I have a brain tumor, but it is well. I know I have lupus, but it is well. I have high blood pressure. I've got all kinds of things going on in my body, but it is well. I don't know what my job's gonna do, but it is well. I don't know what my school's gonna do, but it is well. I don't know what the world's gonna do, but it is well. I have a God today. You have a God today. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for always being there. Thank you, Jesus, for always coming through. Oh, come on, let's just worship the Lord for a moment. Uh, even in your house, maybe pray for somebody beside you right now. If you know they need some encouragement, pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're at home by yourself, call their name out in the name of Jesus. It's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Glory to his name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise His name today. What a mighty God. Oh, what a mighty God. You know, in my mind, I can see. I've stood here so many times. I can see where you ought to be. I can see where you normally sit. I can see those faces just like you're sitting here. And I want you to be encouraged, church. I want you to be encouraged today. I know it's tough, it's, it's awful, and this time of just being isolated, uncertainty. It's it can be confusing, but let me tell you, God, He's not the author of confusion, and God's going to come through. God's going to keep us safe and watch over us. So, we love you. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Don't forget that uh, to tune in at seven o'clock for our. Our devotionals and for Wednesday night services live streamed at 7. We'll keep you updated with what's going on as we know what's going on. And one day we're going to be back together in Jesus' name. It is well. God bless you and thank you for tuning in today. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord. God bless you.